Arizona, Arizona Sports. The local sports, local leader. sports leader. Burns and Gambo. The 4 o'clock reset. Brought to you by Collins Comfort AC and Plumbing. Proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals. 4 o'clock reset. Top stories of the day. We present them to you at 4 o'clock every day. We are at the turn. This is where you go one-stop shopping. All the stuff going on in sports is right here in the 4 o'clock reset. We start with what is clearly the biggest story of the day. Kyrie, because of course he does, wants outs. The Nets sources say offered an extension to Irving in the last week, but the deal had stipulations on the guarantee of the final year of that multi-year contract. But Irving's camp believed that a player of his caliber should not have stipulations in a multi-year contract. Another factor in the trade request, I'm told, were principal differences that Irving had with the organization that just do not align with the Nets. So the sense right now is that whether it's ahead of the February 9th trade deadline or in the offseason in July, Irving is set to move on as a Brooklyn. God, what a pain in the butt this guy is. What a pain. What a ultimately talented mm. but painful guy to have in your organization. It's just it never stops with Kyrie Gambo. Never, ever, ever stops with him. Yeah, I know, but like he has won an NBA championship and he's a great player and he's not old. He's not an old guy. So you know he's doesn't like you know he missed a, missed a lot of games last year because with the pandemic. So he's you know saved a lot of wear and tear on his body through that. I don't I don't know. I'm intrigued by it. I'm intrigued to see where he ends up, you know, and the Suns have been kind of linked. I can't rule it out right now. I will try to. Yeah. I will try to rule it out, but I cannot rule it out at this point. I I think any team that acquires him at the deadline is desperate. I think any team that does anything long-term with him this offseason is stupid. I I, I think you're just... You are you are signing up. You're making a deal with the devil, and you're gonna you're gonna regret it probably almost instantly. You do it now. There's a those are different levels, right? You do it in the off season. You're stupid. You do it now. You're desperate. There are lots of teams that are desperate in the NBA. Maybe the Suns fall in that category. Maybe they don't. But the fact that they, along with the Mavs and the Lakers, are being linked to Kyrie is really interesting. Gambo deadlines next Thursday. Would that be? I mean, that would be a big like if you're Matt Ishbia and you're coming in. That could be a big splash. Well, could be. Yeah, it could be. It could be a big splash. Yeah, that would that would you would get everyone's attention in a big hurry if you did something like that. Um, ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski has also added that teams that are contacting the Nets are far more interested in Kevin Durant's status and not Kyrie Irving's status. Uh, of course, I mean to KD is going to be. It, we're back to the KD summer. Yeah, we are back to the summer of KD. He's like. I, I, I doubt he'll be back with the Nets next year, and I don't think he gets traded by the deadline. So I think that, you know, listen, if the Suns hold on to all their draft picks and they don't trade any draft picks at the deadline, it could very well be because you're back in the sweepstakes for KD. As far as the Mavs are concerned, ESPN's Tim McManaman, when it comes to Kyrie, points out that their general manager, Nico Harrison, is a former Nike executive. And that he and Jason Kidd have long-standing relationships with Kyrie Irving. Dallas certainly could use a co-star next to Luka, whether that's Kyrie or not is a good question, but there has been some chatter that Dallas is in that group of teams that is potentially interested in Kyrie Irving. Dallas right that. now is interested in everybody. <laughs> well, no, everybody. I mean, Dondre Ayton, Jay Crowd, like, they're interested in everybody. Like, they're trying to 
find different pieces. They're trying yeah. to find different pieces. So they, you don't rule Dallas out of, you know, there's a lot of guys that they like. They would love to make a trade to kind of help them for this year and then give them more of a foundation for next year because they need to surround Luka with more talent. Suns do have a game tonight, despite all the speculation. They do? I know they do. The start of a five-game road trip has them in Boston taking on the Celtics. Cam Johnson has been ruled out. Right knee injury management. Of course, the team will still be out, be without Devin Booker, Landry Shamit, and campaign. That game starts at 5.30. You'll hear it on the Arizona Sports app on ESPN 620. We'll keep you updated during the last half hour of our show on that one. Of course, the last time the Suns played Boston, they, they got lost by 100. Balled by the Boston. One of those bad losses that we were talking about yesterday came at the hands of Boston the last time they met up Gambo. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, 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 the losses have been, a lot of the losses have been bad for the Phoenix Suns, and that was definitely one of them against the Celtics. They have six losses so far this season by 25 points or more. The only team that's... insanity. It's the only team that's got more of the Spurs. That's it. The, the Spurs have nine. The Suns have six. Tip of the cap to bright side of the sun for doing this research. Uh, in five of those six games, they did not have Devin Booker. So five of the 25-point losses, Devin Booker was not there. The one that he was there for, the Boston Celtics. But no Booker tonight. He's been ruled out, so we know that. All right, coaching news from the Arizona Cardinals. Potential Cardinals next head coach, Brian Flores. It's a popular dude. According to Ian Rappaport, the Broncos have requested permission to speak with him about their defensive coordinator's job. Um, Mike Kliss of Nine News in Denver added that not only the Broncos have requested an interview for Seattle Associate Head Coach Sean Desai for D.C., but the Desai has withdrawn from consideration for the Minnesota defensive coordinator job. So what the Broncos are going to do at defensive coordinator now suddenly, a lot of moving parts with this one, and it involves a candidate for the Cardinals head coaching job in Brian Flores. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and if Flores does take that job, you know, he's been ruled out. You know, I, I've i heard that Mike Kafka had a good interview with the Cardinals, whether that leads to him getting the job or not. I did hear good things about how that interview went, um, and now they got this incident guys, you know, that, that they've interviewed too, so we'll see where it goes but, you know, Flores is a solid, solid candidate for the Arizona Cardinals. If he takes a D.C. job, that would that would, that would mean that the Cardinals have ruled him out. Okay, now according to Adam Schefter, Sean Payton has officially signed his five-year contract today with the Broncos, so that's done. According to Ian Rappaport, former Panthers interim head coach and former Cardinals head coach Steve Wilkes is going to interview for the 49ers defensive coordinator's position on Monday, Gambo. And then one last note from the NFL the Vegas Raiders have granted Derek Carr permission to speak with teams who have already agreed to the compensation Vegas is looking for in a potential trade for the quarterback. Why would anybody trade for him when they're going to cut him in a couple days because they're not going to guarantee that money? Like, why would you trade for him? Um, well, it's not a couple days, like March, right? Okay, I it was soon. I mean, but he's not going to extend it, right? Didn't he say, I'm not going to extend the deadline? Like, I'm not going to help you out. I'm not going to extend that deadline. No, he did say that. He did say, so right, they're going to so cut like, him anyway. Yeah, They're going to cut him anyway. What are you going to give him? Unless you just say, listen, I'll give you something just so. But then I think if you traded for Derek Carr, you would want to redo the deal a little bit. You wouldn't want to pay him what he's making. I would tend to think so Let as well. Let him get cut, and then you sign him to a more reasonable deal. Yeah. 
College basketball from last night. ASU got a much-needed win against Oregon State. It ended their four-game losing streak last night. Defensively, they were terrific in the second half of last night's 68-57 to win. But according to most of the bracketologists, ASU still on the outside looking in. They're going to have to do more than beat Oregon State to change that. U of A, meanwhile, big win last night in Tubelas, a big night. 40 points in leading the fifth-ranked U of A Wildcats past Oregon, 91-76. Yeah, what an incredible game for Tubelas. Um, he came within a basket of breaking the McHale Center scoring record that was set by Al Fleming in 1976. Oh, you were a young man when Al Fleming was setting that record like, at McHale I was Center. like 10 years old. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, I had my whole life ahead of me. The world was my oyster when I was 10. Um... <laughs> Cambo, I got yeah. news for you. The world is still your oyster. Okay? <laughs> I mean, it? seriously. You've, you've, you're, you're doing just fine over there, big fella. Just fine. The world is still your oyster. Uh, yeah. I, the problem with Tubelas is that nobody knew that he was a basket away. So, Creasa kept jacking up threes at the end of the game. And then Tubelas, he only got the ball once and he passed out to kind of kill clock. And nobody realized that he just needed one more basket and he would have broke the McHale center record that's been since 1976 and they didn't get him the ball. They didn't get the ball. Shame on somebody for that. Shame, shame, shame. The negotiations for Oklahoma and Texas to leave the Big 12 a year early and join the SEC in 2024. Yeah, what happened there? They have stalled. The deal is not expected to come to fruition. So now you're looking at some crazy overlap where the Big 12 is going to have like 14 teams for a couple of years because they're adding those new teams in addition to not letting Texas and Oklahoma leave just yet. They wanted Texas a lot of money. They wanted like $168 million to leave. Yeah, Texas and Oklahoma won't join the SEC in time for their new TV deal either. So everybody was trying to get this through and get this done, and apparently that is not going to happen. Still waiting, by the way, from the NBA on any kind of suspensions to be handed down from last night's game. I was actually watching that live when that happened, when Donovan Mitchell and Dylan Brooks got into it. Dylan Brooks, dirty, dirty, dirty play. Dirty play. Definitely. Right in the you-know-where. Uh-huh. Whatever he's going to get, he's got it coming to him, both in terms of on-the-court payback and, and quite honestly, any punishment the NBA. You cannot look at that and tell me that was not intentional what he did. Donovan Mitchell had every right to react the way he did. I did. You can't expect a guy not to react. He threw the ball at him, and anyone to go fight him. You know, because he's he's ticked off. And then, you know, Cleveland won the game, and they won it convincingly. And then he had a lot of things to say about Brooks and the type of player he was afterwards because he's just tired and fed up with it. Yeah, no doubt about it. That is going to do it for our 4 o'clock reset here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Hope everybody's all caught up.